We want to welcome you to another episode of MBKI's Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. Prepare yourself and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Pastor Anthony Baxter. Amen, amen, amen. I want to welcome everyone to Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful Saturday. Y'all prepare yourself. The Spirit of the Lord has been speaking to me pertaining to different uh, things that are going on, the shakings that are taking place. Hallelujah. So prepare yourself, and we're going to play another song here. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Surrender. Surrender. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Everyone, prepare your hearts, prepare your minds. Let go, hallelujah, of all the things that have taken your mind away from the things of the Lord. Focus upon his goodness, the things he has done. Surrender, let go. He has such might and power. Surrender. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we just thank you for this day, this opportunity, Father God, to come before your throne. Father, to give you all of us as we receive all of you. Lord God, as we move forward in this segment, we just pray that your spirit, Father God, may lead us and guide us. Hallelujah. Give me the words to say, Father God, that you will have your people to receive here on the earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, we thank you. We magnify you and we glorify you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Father, we pray. Amen. And amen. Glory be to God. Again, I want to welcome each and every person that has come upon the line. Hallelujah to our third episode of Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. We're still trying to work out all the kinks and figure out how to do and what to do and things of this nature, dealing with technology. How many of you know technology sometimes can get the best of you? <laughs> amen. Glory be to God. Today, we're going to be 
coming out of the book of Matthew, chapter 4. We're going to be reading verse 18 through 22. Matthew, chapter 4, verse 18 through 22. How many of you know that there is a shifting and a shaking that is taking place in the lives of God's people and upon the earth? There's a shifting and a shaking that's taking place. And God has really been dealing with me and showing me the purpose and reason for things that has taken place in the life of me and my wife. A lot of shaking has taken place, a lot of shifting in our lives and even in our mind. And I know there's many that are going through the exact same thing, shifting and shaking taking place. People of God, God has given me a revelation of why these things are happening, of why these things are happening. Let's go ahead and read Matthew 4, verse 18 through 22. Excuse me. Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 to verse 22. It says, And Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. One more time. He said, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Amen. A shifting and a shaking is taking place upon the earth. We can see upon the earth how things are changing, things are getting faster than ever. Time is going faster than ever. I don't know if it's because of age. You know, when I was younger, time moved by real slow. But now that I'm, uh, I'm just 15, <laughs> things are moving faster. Things are moving faster. There's not enough time in a day. If we look at the electronics, you look at cell phones, today you'll buy the latest cell phone. Two months from now, it'll be a thing of the past. Things are moving faster ever. They're, 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 things are getting smaller and they're getting better. Amen. Remember the big brick phones about 20 years ago? Look, we got a phone today we can stick in our, in our pocket. We even got phones on our, on, on our wrists, our watch phones. Just 20 years of technology. And look at where we're at. Things are also beginning to shift with people. People are beginning to see their whole lives in a different perspective or things in a different perspective, a shift in their mind, amen, or a shift in their mind, amen. Here we have a paradigm shift is one of the things that we have been going over in uh, the ministry that uh, we attend, uh, Rivers of Life Ministry, Apostle Jonas Clark. 
we've been speaking upon the paradigm shift that is taking place. What is a paradigm shift? A paradigm shift is a time when the usual or accepted way of doing things become completely different. Things begin to change. Your thinking about things change completely. You see them from a different perspective, a paradigm shift. We're also seeing a shaking that is taking place with leaders and people we look up to. If you look at all the exposure that has been taking place, all these sex scandals with these uh, movie stars and, 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 and even they're trying to say with our president. And if you look in the church, there's all kind of exposure taking place with uh, pastors that are, 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 are doing uh, sexual acts with uh, people in their congregation and all other kind of exposure that is taking place. This is a shaking that is happening, people of God, this exposure that is coming about, this exposure that is coming about. Amen. Glory be to God. People of God, understand this purpose behind it all. There's purpose behind it all. What is a shaking? A shaking is to move something backwards and forwards or up and down quickly, okay, with short movement, with short movement. Now, I'm giving you those definitions because I'm one that believes sometimes we may think we know what the definition of something is, but we really don't. So we must understand what these definitions are so we can understand what God is saying and what he's doing in the midst of this season. Amen. Glory be to God. We are in the midst of a great shaking and a great shifting. A great shaking and a great shifting. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. If you turn with me to Mark, chapter 14, verse 34, excuse me, 35 and 37 is what we'll be reading. Mark, chapter 14. Verse 35 through 37 is what we'll be reading. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So now, Mark chapter 14, verse 35 through 37. 35 through 37. And it reads, he went a little further and fell on the ground. We're talking about Jesus. He fell on the ground and he prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him, that he would not have to go to the cross and suffer the pain and agony that he knew he was about to suffer. And he said, Abba Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. You see, sometimes we operate from a fleshly place, but we must understand that we must shift into a spiritual and receive and do, thus says the Lord. Christ was a human being, but he was God as well. And we can see that because in his emotions, he's like, oh, no, I don't know. Please let this pass me. But he knew that in order for things to go the way that God had planned them, he must. And because he wanted to follow, hallelujah, the Lord, our God, he said, your will, not my will, be done. Amen. 
Then he came and found them sleeping and said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Could you not watch for one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The Lord is shaking us wide to wake us up. People of God, the church is falling to sleep. We are falling to sleep. We are getting off course. Amen. We are getting off course. We aren't following the things of God. We're not following the things of God. Okay? We have our minds on things of this world and not of things of God. What do you mean? I'll tell you what I mean. What we're focused upon are these things, the job, the home, the car, the family, the friends, the loved ones, hallelujah, the things that are going on in our neighborhood, hallelujah. All of these type of things, we are focusing our minds and our hearts upon. But God is wanting us to follow him. He's wanting us to follow him. The Bible says that he had walked down the seashore, and he seen Peter. He seen Simon. He, he, he seen them, and he said, follow me. And immediately, the Bible says that they stopped everything that they were doing to follow him. When you follow, you do thus says the Lord, or what is being asked. When I was a child, I played follow the leader. And in playing follow the leader, we did whatever the leader did. And if we didn't do it, we were disqualified from the game. Are you following the leader? Or let me put it this way. Are you following the Lord? Because many of us are following a leader, but it's not Christ. It's money. It's the job. It's the husband, it's the wife, it's the friend, it's something outside of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he is the one has, who has called you. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Why is this? Because many don't want to follow the leader. Amen? Many don't want to follow the leader. Hallelujah. See, a paradigm shift is going on in the lives of many in this season, and you don't want to miss it. Why is it going on? Why are these things taking place? What do you mean by a paradigm shift? What I'm saying is you're beginning to see things from a different perspective. Things that you're hearing maybe uh, 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 from your leader or you're reading in the word that you read a hundred times, you're seeing it from a different perspective that is taking your mind higher, that is getting you to a place of really taking the time to look at what it is you see. The reason I'm stating all these things is because these are the things that the Spirit of the Lord has been doing with me. I woke up the other morning and the Spirit of the Lord said, follow me. 
and I couldn't let go of it. And what I come to find is that sometimes we assume that we are following, but we're really not following. Amen. And this is what I mean by a paradigm shift, because as I begin to look into this thing, I was able to see that I am not following the Lord in the way or fashion in which he is calling for me to follow. See, when we follow him, that means we're supposed to let go of things. We're supposed to have a mindset of Christ. Hallelujah. We're supposed to have the heart of Christ. But see, there's still things that are in us that we're holding on to. And see, those things that we're holding on to, that's where the shaking comes in. Because he wants to loose those things from us, but we want to hold on to them. So there's that shaking. And that shaking sometimes doesn't feel good. Because when it breaks off of us, it hurts. Because we really don't want to let it go. We really don't want to let it go. Even in a shift, you notice there's some people that are, 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 are losing jobs, are shaking, because God has something better for you. There's a business that he has for you. He doesn't want you to be a slave. He wants you to be an owner. You are a king upon the earth, not a peasant. And God is calling his remnant to go higher, to seek higher. Amen. But in order to go higher and to seek higher, we must follow the instructions of the word of God. We want the promises, but we don't want to follow the instructions. Why? Because the instructions go against what the flesh desires. So what is it or who is it you serve? The Bible says we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve God, nor can we serve mammon or ourselves. You see, that's what got Satan in trouble. He wanted to serve himself, being prideful, and not God. He wanted to be like God, but not follow God. His instructions, his ways, being obedient. You see, the Bible tells us in Galatians that when you walk in the fruit of the Spirit, that there is no law. There's no law. Why? Because you're following. But when you walk in the flesh, you're breaking every law that is set. Thank God for the son Jesus that died to the law and given us the ability to come before him with a heart of repentance to where we can be forgiven and he, and he will not remember as far as the east is from the west. That is a blessing. That is mercy upon us. But we must, we must begin to follow. I remember David said, examine. He, he asked God to examine his heart to make sure there was nothing in him that was not clean or good. See, the thing that a paradigm shift does is it pushes you or leads you into holiness. It leads you into consecration of separating yourself. The Bible says, come from amongst them. The Bible says, be in the world, but not of the world. Hallelujah. So all of this exposure 
is taking place. Why? Because the world is beginning to infiltrate God's kingdom, his church, his people. Amen. There's nothing wrong with contemporary gospel music. Amen. But when the contemporary gospel artists begin to mingle with those artists, hallelujah, that are of the world, then it becomes a problem. When you get artists of the world that assume that they can start a church service, a church mass, and draw people and play their worldly music and mix God with it, there's a problem. The foundation of the earth is the word of God, is the foundation of the earth. And the foundation of the earth is shaken right now. It's shaken right now because it wants to expose all of this stuff. But we're not seeing it. Why? Because we're sleeping. We're sleeping. We're sleeping. You see, you got to realize the reason why Jesus told Peter and the, the few that he allowed. See, the thing about leadership is you have some people that you will take so far that you allow this close. Then you have some that you allow a little closer. Then you have those that you that will just lay upon your chest. If you remember in the, uh, 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 at the feast of the Last Supper, I uh, can't remember who it is exactly, but he laid his head upon the chest of Jesus. Amen. He let him close. That was a dear close friend. So, but he told Simon Peter, he came back and said, Peter, now he didn't call all of them. He said, Peter, why did he say Peter? Because he knew that the enemy, he knew Satan wanted to sift him as weak. He told him just before the fact, when he had called and said, you are the Christ the son of the living God. And Jesus said, no one could have told you that but my father. But then he turned around, hallelujah, and the spirit of, of, of darkness used him to try to prevent him from going to the cross. So he knew that he was going to, that Satan was going to try to uh, shift him as weak. And it was through the prayer that would give him the power and the strength to be able to overcome what Satan was going to bring to him. And if you remember, he did exactly what Christ said he would do. He would deny him three times. I believe that if he would have stayed in prayer, if he would have stayed up, if he would have been watchful and prayerful, that he may have done something a little bit different because he would have been strengthened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or when uh, they came to take Christ, Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When they came to take Christ, he would not have responded from his flesh and cut the ear, hallelujah, of the soldier off because he would have been in a different position, not in his flesh, but in the spirit. Amen. See, many of us are walking in the flesh because we don't spend, thank you, Holy Ghost, enough time in the spirit. We don't spend enough time in prayer. We don't spend enough time before the throne of grace. We don't spend time with the Lord. He is not our friend. Hallelujah. He is just our Savior, but he is not our Lord. What are you talking about? Let me share with you. Savior, a Savior is someone that has saved you. They saved you. Christ has saved us from condemnation of death eternal. Amen? 
Glory be to God. But a Lord is someone that you abide by, that you serve, that you obey, that you follow. We don't see him. We got we, 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 God is tired of lip service. We say, oh, he is our Lord and he is our Savior. So he says, show me. Show me. If I am your Lord, why aren't you following me? If I am your Lord, why aren't you obeying me? If I am your Lord, why are you spending time watching television and not praying or reading my work? Why is it that you're spending time with those that are not, hallelujah, of me and making friendship but not wanting to be a friend of mine? It's all about relationship, but we are trying to build our relationship with the Lord because we don't see him as Lord. We speak it, but it's not within us. But we see him as a savior because we don't want to go to hell. Amen? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I had to put my tablet down, people of God. You know, sometimes we could want to put something together that sounds all eloquent, but the Spirit of the Lord say, no, that's not what I have for God's people. What I have for God's people is what I'm telling you. So put that thing down and let me have free reign. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I thank God, hallelujah, for the ministry that God has placed us in. Hallelujah that we don't have to operate from a religious standpoint, hallelujah, that we can allow the Holy Ghost to move, hallelujah, and have his way. Glory be to God. This uh, broadcast is not just for today, but it's forever. It's recorded. It's forever. Hallelujah. So as the Holy Ghost is able to move and have his way, the anointing can be upon this forever. So whoever listens to it can receive. Hallelujah. And the yoke of bondage can break. Hallelujah. And they can become free. And they can become free. Glory be to God. The Holy Ghost, I can grab my tablet now. There's something on this tablet that he wants me to share. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Listen. In a shift, in a shift, there are things that we must let go of. There's people, there's places, and things, and habits. You see, during a shift, God is saying these things are preventing. So let's shift. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you get ready to go somewhere and you take a, a wrong turn, what do you do? You shift. Amen. And you go another direction. Hallelujah. Some of y'all that are listening today, some of y'all that will be listening down the line, the Spirit of the Lord has been telling you, you need to stop doing this. You need to stop hanging around this person. You need to stop thinking this way. He's been telling you. Why? Because he loves you, and he wants to direct you and guide you. But he is a gentleman. He ain't going to beat you up with it. He's going to give you an opportunity to move, and if you move, you will receive the blessing. Why is that? Because that's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. Amen. It's time to let it go. And thank God, because during a paradigm shift, what happens, hallelujah, is it, 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 it eats at you. Because of the shaking, it eats at you. And then if you don't let
let it go, guess what? God will make sure you let it go, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Let me tell you, people, God, I'm going to share something with you. Me and my wife lost everything. Everything. Didn't understand why. And was shifted to a whole other side of the country. Didn't understand. Didn't understand. Having to start from scratch. Looking at ourselves like we done did something wrong. Not to say we did everything right, but we did not do the wrong to get all this. What God is doing is shifting and shaking. Shifting and shaking. He said, I need you here, and I need you to receive this and that to prepare you for what I'm about to do in your life. People of God, don't allow your emotions and your mind to tell you a bunch of negative. God is not a negative God. Everything that he does, he has purpose. Everything he does, he has purpose. But the enemy wants us to believe that we did something, that we're no good, that God is punishing us. All of this, that's not the truth, people of God. God is moving. God is shaking. God is shifting. God is moving, and he's shifting, and he's shaking. Those things in your life that are preventing you from receiving, those things in your life that are preventing you from moving, those things in your life that are preventing you from going, too many of us carry fear that is preventing us from moving into the careers, into the businesses, and even into the relationships that we desire because of how we see our own self, what we think people are going to say or do. We can hinder our own blessings by listening to the enemy. He ain't your friend. He's not your friend. So it's time to shift. 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 Stop listening to that one. Listen to that one. Shift. Leave that friend alone and go over here to these people you know you need to be hanging out with. Shift. You know that church ain't doing you no good. All you're doing is sitting in there. Your anointing is leaving you. Shift. Find a ministry where you can get your life back. Get your strength back, strengthen your spirit, man, and begin to move in the might and power that God has predestined for your life and the ministry he has given you. Shift. Glory be to God. Listen, people, when a shaking, when a shaking is taking place, anything loose, hallelujah, will get thrown out. It will get thrown away. It will get thrown to the side, Okay. Things must be tied down to withstand the pressures of the shaking. What are you saying? I'm glad you asked. What I'm saying is this. There's unresolved issues that we need to take care of. There's unresolved issues. The shaking is bringing them from the bottom to the top. There's things you ain't, you, you ain't thought about in years. People that hurt you, you ain't thought about in years. People you've hurt that you haven't thought about in years that are beginning to come up to the forefront. Why? Because God is wanting to heal your soul. 
He's wanting to heal your soul. He's wanting you to forgive those that despitefully have used you or abused you or have hurt you. These things are keeping doors open for the enemy to come in and to cause havoc in your life. It's time to shift. Unresolved issues in the heart. Emotions full of compromise. Apostasy. See, there are certain things that are pushing us and leading us away from God. And lawlessness. And lawlessness. In Matthew 16, 24, he said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. People of God, it's time to get real and deny yourself. Not some of yourself, but all yourself. What does that mean? I'm glad you asked. That means to die to yourself, to die to your emotions, to die to your desires. Is it wrong for you to desire to have things? No, but we got to put things in the right perspective. We put things before God. God is the last thing on the agenda when we need to flip it upside down and make him the first thing on the agenda. He is not after us. He is before us. He is not after the money, after the job, after the family. He is the first thing before all of those things. He is the king of king and the Lord of lords. He is the provider and the protector. He is the lover of your soul. You need to put him back where he belongs, people of God. It's time to shift. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. To follow the Lord, we must deny ourselves and go through what we must with reliance on him only. With reliance upon him only. People of God, let me tell you, shaking and shifting is not comfortable. I'm going to tell you, my wife will tell you, it's not a comfortable thing because you have to go through stuff. You have to go through pain and hurt and act. You got to go through. But in your going through, the Bible says, hallelujah, that yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that I shall fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. If you don't know that he is with you, then you know that fear is with you. This is why many are walking in fear because they don't believe, they don't have faith enough to know that God says, his word says, that he is with you. Despite what it looks like, despite what it feels like, he is with you. Glory be to God. I come against the spirit of retaliation. Hallelujah. That's going to try to hit. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, the God, oh, the enemy do not like this information being spread out. Hallelujah to God's people. Glory be to God. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Go through your situation. Don't stay stagnant. Don't put your car in park. Put the pedal to the metal. And let the tires spurt and go forward to the next situation or circumstance. To serve, to serve. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve two masters. It's either God or it's man. It's either God or money. It's either God or fame. It's God or prestige. It's God. Who are you serving? See, to serve 
is to work for, to bestow the labor of favoritism and mind in the employment of another, which means you are working for someone. You are working for someone. You're taking orders from someone. Who are you taking orders from? Who are you taking orders from? Is it God? Because if you're taking orders from God, that means you're following God. And if you're following God, that means that you're receiving the blessings of God because you're following the instructions of God. You're following the principles of God. And from that, anything that you ask shall be given unto you. The Bible says that. Are you following your flesh? Are you following fame? Are you following money? What are you following? Because that is who you're serving. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People of God, it's time. It's time. We've been talking for eons that this is the end time. We've been in the end time since Christ died. Amen. We've been in the end times since Christ died and rose again. Amen. And now we're waiting for him to come back. Hallelujah. Listen, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, people of God. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. What are you going to do? This is not time to play patty cake. This ain't time to play games. It's time to examine your heart and get right with the Lord. He loves us enough to shake us and to shift us. Why is he shaking us and why is he shifting us? Because his desire is for us to obey him wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. There is no 90%. He wants us to abide in him to obey him. See, in the beginning with Adam and Eve, if you remember, it says that they were naked in the garden. They had, there was no guilt. There was no shame. Why? Because they followed until the serpent came. God has given us the ability through his son, Christ Jesus, and the spirit of the Lord that dwells within us to follow him wholeheartedly? Are you willing to follow him wholeheartedly? Are you willing to set aside the, the issues, the, the problems in the world? The Bible tells us to count it all joy that we are able to go through these trials and tribulations. Why? Because he's testing our faith, our trust, our belief, our following in him. And he says, even in that, I understand that you're in the world. I understand that things are going to come against you. And if you don't know what to do, just ask me, and I will tell you what to do. But don't doubt. See, the enemy always wants to hear us with the doubt, just like he did Eve. Did God really say that you cannot eat of the fruit? See, he always wants us to doubt the word of God. But we need to understand that God's word stands. There's nothing that can come against the word of God. We have to stop giving the enemy an itch. Shutting him down. The Bible says 
The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty for the pulling down of strongholds that take place in our minds. Use the weapons that God has given us so that you can have the victory. So that you can have the victory. Amen. I'm going to close. I'm going to close. I'm going to close. I'm going to close with this. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. I'm going to read verse 8 through 17 from the Amplified Bible. Verse 8 through 17. It says, for once we were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Live as those who are native born to the light. For the fruit, the effect, the result of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth trying to learn by experience what is pleasing to the Lord and letting your lifestyle be examples of what is most acceptable to him. Your behavior expresses gratitude to God for your salvation. Do not participate in the worthless and unproductive deeds of darkness, but instead expose them by exemplifying personal integrity, moral courage, and godly character. For it is disgraceful even to mention the things that such people practice in secret, but all things become visible when they are exposed by the light. Now, this is what we're dealing with, people, the the paradigm shift and the shaking of God's precepts, for it is the light that makes everything visible. For this reason, he says, awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead. And Christ shall shine as dawn upon you and give you light. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil, not as the unwise, but as wise, sensible, intelligent, discerning people, making the very most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence, because the days are filled with evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp that the will of the Lord, what the will of the Lord is. Thoroughly or firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. People of God, let me pray. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for this time, this opportunity. Father God, allow this word to touch the hearts of each person that listens today and every day hence. Those that do not know the Lord, Father God, I pray 
that your spirit may touch them and lead them into repentance in the mighty name of Jesus. People of God, we're out. We'll see you next week. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to MBKI's Kingdom Encounter on Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned for another encounter next Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Also, send your prayer requests and questions to our email at mbkministries at gmail.com. People of God. We thank you. Be blessed and remember, walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you.